Okay, so I'm sitting here with recent graduate of the Community Matters Cafe, Angela, and we actually tried this before, so we're going to call this take two, and the Lord and in his infinite wisdom mm -hmm. and technology being what it is, it consumed our podcast of about 15 minutes, so obviously she either had something more to say or something different to say. Uh, so we're using a different technology to make sure that we record it properly today, but welcome, Angela. Good to see you. Thanks, Ed. It's nice to be here today. And I'll frame it up that you showed up here randomly today because you were having a, a rough day. Yes. And you pulled the stop on the bus because you thought, I could get here, these are my people, and we're going to do this take two, just knowing that this is random and happenstance, but nothing does happen by chance. It all happens for a reason. So take me back and let's go through this again. Born and raised where? Born and raised in Dare County, North Carolina, about as far east as you can get in um, Dare County, uh, Nags Head, Manio, Wanchies. So the beach? Yes, the she, beach. She grew up at the beach. You were yes, a beach sir. girl growing up. Yes, sir. Mom and dad? Mom and dad were very, uh, my dad had a, a different kind of career, actually. He did the commercial fisherman for years and years, and then he decided he wanted to fly. So he went to our municipal airport and kind of hired himself, learned how to fly, learned how to work on planes, and um, from there he went to commercial fishing. My mom did anything she could in the restaurant industry to help with the kids. Once we got, the youngest one was about four, I'll say. Yeah. How many brothers and sisters? I have one sister and two brothers. And where are you in that order? I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. I gotcha. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Okay. And tell me how life was for you growing up. Did you grow up in church? I grew up in church through my grandparents. My parents were not church people very much. They were born and raised in church. And I got, um, I was went to the Holiness Pentecostal Church when I was small, and then Methodism through the Methodist Church with both my parents, grandparents. And um, God has always been important in my life. The God I know today is a lot different from the one I grew up with. Though. Mm -hmm. I know that's right. That's how things happen over time. So, uh, went through school, went through high school, and what did life look like after high school? After high school, I got married. We, uh, my husband was in the Coast Guard, found him at the Coast Guard station. And he's from Detroit, Michigan. And um, we were married 24 years, two kids. And uh, pretty happy, pretty happy folks. You know, life has its ups and downs, but we managed to um, raise two kids, build a house, um, become active in the community, Girl Scouts, baseball, softball, um, PTA. So picket fence existence for all intents and purposes. Literally. No yes, addiction sir. during that time. For my husband, yes. He, when I met him, I did not know exactly what alcoholism was but I I came to find out and he wasn't he was an alcoholic and he became clean and so he became clean and sober and um, he passed away 18 years sober 
and I had no problems with addiction or alcoholism until after he passed away. So you think maybe part of it was loneliness? Yes. Complete, at a complete loss of kind of what to do because the kids that were 23 and 30 at that point. So you have grown kids out of the house. Yes. And you're alone. Yes. And you turned to? Turned to my daughters. She had uh, a boyfriend and hung out with neighbors, neighbors with the, the and that was um, pretty, uh, that changed my life, hanging out with the wrong crowd, I'll put it that way. How do you mean? Tell me, tell me the specific moment that you shifted from being lonely and being at a place where you had a loss to where you were introduced to drugs or alcohol. I was no stranger to alcohol and I could put it down. I could pick it up, put it down. It did not matter to me. It was not a um, requirement in my everyday life. I didn't have to have it. And we would drink. Uh, I met a, a guy and uh, he showed up with a, a crack rock. I didn't know what crack was, what you did with it, how you got it, or where it came from. And I tried it and that was that was it for me. That was just the beginning of uh, 10 years of a hell. Mm. Wow. Got it. So what was the point 10 years in that caused you to go, no more? I was sitting uh, in a uh, psych ward. I had been uh, what I call couch surfing, what we, what we call at home, when you don't have a place of your own to stay. You go live with somebody else, rent a room, sleep on the couch, whatever it took. And that's where I was. I had a job. I was couch surfing. And I got dangerously intoxicated. They called the ambulance, the lady that I was living with, because I was in her yard, passed out. Mm. And I wound up involuntarily committed to the psychiatric ward two hours from home. And there, there was no hope. There weren't any, nobody was talking to me. My mother had died, my father had died. My sister had died of an overdose. Uh, my nephew was in prison for obtaining the drugs for, and he's an addict also. Neither one of my kids were speaking to me. And uh, the one relationship, the one relationship with, that I knew I could reestablish was with God. Mm. And I just finally said, God, please help me. I don't want to go down this way. I was really afraid that at that point that my children and my grandchildren would grow up without a mom and a grandmother. 
and uh, I knew there was no way I could do it at all. Mm -hmm. So first time in rehab? No, second time in rehab. Second time in rehab, okay. The first time was in January 2015. Okay. Um, I kept going in and out of AA, and I just couldn't seem to get any traction. And one of the ladies there said uh, she had gone to a place called Dove's Nest in Charlotte. And I'm like, nah. I don't think so, I, you know, so tell me about it. Anyway, uh, I wound up calling them and I wound up in the Dove's Nest program for, with the Charlotte Rescue Mission in, in Charlotte in January of 2015. And I spent nine months in that program and did not use the skills that I had learned. You know, just, I just, I didn't put them to good use. Mm. And I fell back into alcoholism really bad. Went home and um, through losing jobs, losing parents, losing sister, winding up in the psych ward, I'm like, I know where to go. I know. And and I could finally, after a discussion with a uh, preacher who came to the psych ward, she said, you know, you just don't have any hope. She said, you got to get that pin prick of hope back. Mm. And once she said that, and I, I could do it, I thought I turned it over to God. I said, God, I can't do this anymore help me and he did <laughs> he did and it's the weirdest story of how it came to be but it's just God because there's no way I could have come back to Dove's Nest without God mm. get me here literally and uh, one of the best days was when I graduated the program and got accepted into Community Matters Cafe. That has made that's made the most significant change in my life and allowed me to just come back to life to the real world. I call it, I get to meet people. I, I got to meet them. Um, and uh, it's just a rough day today. And uh, I said, I know where I gotta go. Couldn't go back to Dove's Nest because I graduated and here I am. Drinking coffee, feeling better. And uh, that's, that's it. So just really quick, your experience here at the cafe. Oh my gosh, we were just talking about this. The, when I first got here and could look out and see Panther Stadium, for the first two weeks all I did was cry because I could look out there and could not fathom 
the opportunity, the sights that God had given me with this cafe. And with every, um, every day I spent here, let me know that this is the right place to be. And it has, it, it has just made me more of a confident person. I know my, I'm, I'm getting to learn my limits and I am putting myself out there. Addicts and alcoholics don't put themselves out there because we're afraid to be rejected. We don't, we don't want to push the envelope. And this experience has given me the courage and the um, uh, I guess the support because the support doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. This cafe is here for me for as long as I come. And I know that. I know this is a safe place. And I would recommend it, it, it to anyone. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. And I'm so glad you came back today. And uh, you found your way home. Because yes. these are your people. We're your people. These are my people. Yeah, we're your people. So um, I hope everybody appreciates what you've been through in your story and how it's relatable because what you were, what you went through, and what you've become was all for a purpose and a plan, Absolutely. but it can happen to anybody. At, yes, it can happen to everybody, anybody. anybody. If it could happen to me, I, I know it can happen to anybody. Angela, thank you. Thank you.